0: podcast do do loo. do podcast two Inter- hoes two hoes four house on the hill From four house on the hill ooh, oh ooh. yeah it's a whore house on the hill two hoes house on the hill
1: two hoes don't pull you your skirt too short everybody's gonna wanna be up in that shorts hi
0: hey what's up
1: what's going on nothing I'm covered in dogs. Hold on. Mm. I'm dog-sitting, and my dog is really jealous of the other dog, so he's sitting on top of me.
0: Mm. Um, I haven't listened to the last episode, so I really I don't have any recaps or apologies or anything like that. Um, I do recall someone um april asked us to apologize oh hi everyone you're listening to two hosts from delco hello to all let's see how many people are listening to this um podcast let's see Uh, hello to all 30 people who are listening to this podcast Um, wow that's a lot
1: of people
0: yeah i mean a lot of that is like their boss. a lot more than just than just it's, you. It's like Russian bots like that are, are trying to sell um, <laughs> uh, being a Russian bot to us. And that's How does that pay? that's like half our listens. So there's actually like 15 people who actually listen to us.
1: Yeah, that's so good.
0: Yeah, wow, you're so optimistic. Um, yeah, I'm uh, super optimistic. That must have to do with your Myers-Briggs personality. Um, it must. Today's uh, episode, hi, you're listening to us from Dallas Co. with Beth and Marine. Today's podcast is about Myers-Briggs' personality. Um, I don't know if you could tell by my attitude, but I don't really feel like doing this or talking about it or whatever, but um, I am really excited to be here. I'm so excited. So exciting. Um... And basically the way we typically start off the podcast is we have, um, a few sections. We have a section for, um, let's see, uh, apologies, which is where, um, Maureen and I pretty much apologize for being cishet white females and also straight. And we do that for like, you know, the typical amount of time which is about 15 minutes. And then we uh, talk about racism and we each do a racist confession Well, I generally do a racist confession. And then Maureen, um, I don't know, comes up with some kind of bullshit that she thinks is a racist confession, but it isn't. And then yeah. lastly, we do a recap of the last episode. So uh, apologies. Uh, there was only one... Person wrote in as I was saying it was April, and I, I forget she, she it was on your your um it was on your Twitter um uh, oh. Uh, oh yeah if you want us to apologize for anything you just add us I'm at Beth Finley B E T H H E I N L Y and Maureen is at MoCom ninety nine and. Oh, I think she was asking us to apologize about, um, to Alanis Morissette or something about giving oh, BJs yeah. in the movie theater. Yeah, Be- Because, um, famously, uh, she is, you know, a straight woman and she yeah. went down on Uncle Joey in a movie theater and then wrote a song mm-hmm. about it. Yeah,
1: Would she go down on you in the theater?
0: Yeah. So um which is honestly that's like such a like ho thing to say to someone with their new girlfriend like right yeah that's kind of gross like it's weird i mean like
1: like i didn't realize how weird it was when it came out because i was like young enough that i didn't
0: like well you were young enough to think that being a slut to your boyfriend made you valuable Oh, uh,
1: well, yeah.
0: And so... But I just
1: mean... I didn't... I, I feel like that's not that outlandish.
0: Oh. Like, um, a thing
1: to say. Like, like... I don't, I don't know. It's like saying, like, would she fuck you in your car? Like, it's not, like, really that kinky or wacky. It's just... It's like you
0: said, just kind of slutty. Uh-huh. It's just like... Okay.
1: Yeah. I don't know how... Um, so... I don't know why
0: it's more than a song? Yeah, anyway, um, so we're sorry, because how could we overlook that, you know? hmm Um, also, uh, and then, yeah, so we, we talked about Game of Thrones, so I guess we can just overall apologize to fans of Game of Thrones. I mean, because they seem to need to be apologized to a lot. I'm sure... We said something about Game of Thrones that really um, upset a fan of Game of Thrones. So, like, we should just apologize uh, to the entire fandom of Game of Thrones.
1: Just the blanket apology. I feel like that's
0: appropriate. Yeah. So, okay. um, I would like to, me, my name is Beth Heinley. just formally apologize to all of the fans of Game of Thrones for hurting their feelings Or stepping on um, their opinions or politics in a way that was insensitive. Or, um, you know, talking trash on a character that they really love. And genuinely brings them joy in their life. And then I just like trampled on it and insulted them. And it's not right. It wasn't right of me to do that. Like, I should show every character in Game of Thrones with the utmost respect and love and devotion that I would, um, you know, my cat or my mom. Wow, that's really profound. And I'm sorry.
1: It's amazing.
0: How are... I'm not... How are you... I'm not going to apologize. Oh. Um... I, uh, you know what, I need to get a glass of water, so why don't you talk to everyone. Why don't you explain what our topics are, and then also if you could think about something to apologize for. I'll be right back. I'm just going to go get a glass of water. I was so, practicing, I was practicing the harmonica.
1: Is, what our topic today is, our topic today yeah. is the Myers-Briggs personality test, uh-huh. um, and I guess that we're going to talk about our own Myers-Briggs type, which I talk about mine, ENFP, every episode. Because it's the best one. Um, but there are 16 personality types. Um, and they consist of basically four elements. It's really, I, I should have probably prepared something to explain it. Because it's really complicated and I don't, know. I'm not certainly not an expert in it. But there are forums, there's online websites, there's forums, there's like Reddit threads for the different personality types you can find free personality tests online to find out what your personality type is Um, but those the free ones are like pretty limited they're shorter so like they may not be as accurate um or you might have to take a few of them until you feel like you found your accurate personality type out of the 16. um i know that there's like a connection to young and um all the
0: like, that symbolism of those ideas. Uh, I love Carl Jung.
1: I know you do. Um, So, yeah, there's a connection with that. And that's... Yeah, but, I mean, you're really better off taking... You can, like, actually go and pay to take, like, extensive tests, and there's, like, therapists who are trained in the MBTI. um, And you can... People who are like, uh, who work at schools, like the first time I took a Myers-Briggs was in college. Like they give them a lot on college campuses because they're used often to decide,
0: um, like, as like an occupational test to decide what type of- How likely you are to get date at. raped? No,
1: that's the Myers-Briggs date rape test. Oh, I, I thought- administer that on college campuses as well, It's separate.
0: Yes. It's a separate test.
1: Yeah,
0: well, I mean, that's like 100% of girls that go to frat parties, probably. So they would be an ENFP like you?
1: No, 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 no. I said that they get date
0: raped. Well, I mean, if you're like an extroverted, intuitive thinking um, uh, idealist, then you would probably get date raped. I mean, yeah, sure, you're just asking for it
1: then, I guess, yeah, I guess so. Um, this water is good. Because
0: it's, uh, that water good. That water is good. I was practicing harmonica, which is why... I was trying, yeah, I'm trying, that's why I, and then I was supposed to listen to our last episode before we did this episode, that's why I was trying to push it back.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm, like, ready for bed, like, to go to bed at 9 o'clock, I go to bed usually between 9 and 9.30,
0: because I'm God. a baby. That's so right weird, I mean, when we had done this, like, I typically go to bed at, like, midnight, and when we get done this, I then, I'm going to ink a comic, Oh, God, no. My day
1: is, like, over right now. Like, if I do anything, it will be, like, watch TV, maybe.
0: The funny or, thing like, is, Twitter. I'm most productive at nighttime during the week after work than I am on, the on like, the weekends or anything like that, which is weird.
1: I don't think that's that weird because I, I think, for me, if I'm up and, like, working during the day, like, by the time I get home, I'm, like, wired.
0: Oh, well, see, I, I get home and I take a nap.
1: Uh Well,
0: that's good. So I nap. That seems healthy. I nap, then I make dinner, and then I do work. You get like a second wind? Yeah, the nap is like, ugh, so perfect. It's really good. I
1: love taking naps after work.
0: Sometimes. Not, I really try to be, um uh you know, hard on myself. Because in the way when you not, I mean, I'm talking about taking naps, you know, whatever, hard on myself. But like, I mean, like... Uh, you can sometimes be like taking a nap and you like literally can't get up like it's like you're just like oh shit and then that's bad you can't do that like the naps have to be a half an hour that's it
1: that's what i've heard but i cannot do that i cannot do a half hour nap i love taking long naps
0: yeah me too like i
1: I have to have like two hours
0: yeah exactly
1: then i like i have to go through like the full sleep cycle
0: Exactly. I mean, it's not easy, but if you do that, then, like, um, the whole point of the nap to, like, re-energize yourself is kind of... It doesn't really do that. It, yeah. like, it just makes you, like, lose a lot of time, and then you can't get to sleep on your normal time. You go to sleep at night. Yeah. It's too long. Sucks. I hate it when I take a nap and I can't sleep at night. Yeah. Anyway, um, but that's fine. I mean, the recap was, um... My predictions for Game of Thrones, by the way, were accurate. Uh, Danny went crazy this week, went ma- all mad yeah, queen, yeah. and I, yeah. I called that shit. Um, I did not call that Arya. I said Bram was gonna like kill or become the Night King, and it turned yeah. out it was Arya. Yeah. Um, oh, spoiler wall to. Um, you know what considering the amount of people that don't listen to this podcast the odds are that everyone listening hasn't seen games game of thrones yet is slim okay because everyone's fucking seen that show yeah you're right um did i'm not
1: really concerned about spoilers
0: whatever i spoiled uh sopranos for my cousin chris at thanksgiving
1: you're a piece of shit
0: um well you know what Honestly, concession, Beth? Are you telling me all the worst things you ever did in your life? I don't think it's something to feel bad about. I didn't feel bad about it. I told him. I was like, that show has been out for over a decade. And it's also talked about, like, literally all the time. How did you not get spoiled before, you know? And the the last episode is, like, one of the most talked about season finales of a show ever on TV. Like, everyone talks about it. Like, Mm -hmm. that's... That's like you know. I also like because it has been out for so long. I just assume that he did see it because he was telling me he was watching it. But I just assumed he was rewatching it. I mean, I literally just got done a Sopranos rewatch, so I just assume if a show's that old and that good and everyone's seen it, that if you're watching it now, you mean you are rewatching it. See so,
1: now, Beth. I when you said that, I assumed it, you said it at the time that the show first aired.
0: What it no I ruined it, I, I no, I ruined ruined it now this year oh so yeah I don't care about that I, thank you well because he was really still mad because I said that to him and I mean
1: you can't be mad if you know a show that old
0: that's what I spoiled. said
1: I feel like you had maybe one season tops and,
0: and then he it's like said, if, it,
1: if it got spoiled you didn't watch it soon enough
0: you know what he said he said, 20%. you you can't even apologize, can you? That's what he said to me. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, have you listened to my podcast, Chris? Because I can fucking apologize. Let me tell you. I apologize all the time. I am so ready to say sorry. Like, so ready. So fuck you.
1: <laughs> she does. She does. She apologizes a lot.
0: It. I'm learning the harmonica and I suck at it, and um, you and do I, do. I suck and blow at it. It's, you do suck and blow at it. And I, I mean, I thought harmonica was easy, which is why I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna learn the song harmonica. I have, like, two weeks to learn the song, and I was like, no bigs, the harmonica's easy. Nope, it's not easy.
1: No. So, what do you have to do to make a note on the harmonica?
0: <sighs> it's, like, really hard to make single notes. Like, you have to hold, you have to um, pucker your mouth, right? Like, you and your jaw has to be open. So, your jaw has to be open, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, but you have to close your mouth. Okay, sure. are you a ma- like a fish. Like a, like a blowjob? Like, well, like a blowjob, but, well, yeah, I guess, actually, it's a lot like a blowjob, because your make mouth is your BJ open. Face? That's all you have to
1: say was make your BJ face,
0: and that would have been good. A what face?
1: Your BJ face. Oh. Your
0: blowjob face. Um, okay, well, so, yeah, you have to make a blowjob face, but then you have to, like, <laughs> Angle the harmonica like down in a way to block the other notes. Uh-huh. So I'm gonna try to play. I, 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 I know what you
1: mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, because like I know I've had one in al- my mouth before. And well, like you can't
0: do it. <laughs> one way is cheating, which I don't think I should do. Is like you wrap your tongue around the note. And that's like a really easy way, but there's no way you can't. No, see, it still
1: sucks.
0: Yeah, yeah I don't, I'm not getting it. Um. Anyway, wow. well, I mean, it's day three. It's fucking surprise! It's day three. I've been practicing for an hour a day. It's day three. I figure on Saturday I'll practice for like five hours or some shit and hopefully I'll get better. If you don't get
1: it by Saturday, you have to just do the kazoo.
0: I can't do this French song on the kazoo. Let me see. No way. First off, the kazoo is meant to be annoying. That's true. And I'm actually trying to do, like, this French song on the harmonica that's, like, romantic sounding, but, like, I don't know ah. if do it, but, like... with me 15 people listening to this podcast
1: i thought it was romantic if you thought it was romantic go to beth's <clears throat> twitter page and and leave a heart emoji you know
0: the worst case scenario <laughs> is i could sing it i could probably sing it a cappella. i could probably okay sing it. but learning the harmonica and doing the harmonica would be really cool and this is like this one i agree point. with you i think i what? want
1: to see you succeed
0: at this thank you me too. Well, I have two weeks. I have two weeks.
1: And my co-worker and I, oh my God. Who, who is also in the NFP, we're talking today about how it's never too late to learn a musical instrument.
0: I have ten days, actually. Now I have ten days.
1: Yeah, you're not too old, either. You're old, but not too old.
0: What, to learn something new? Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean... Back. I've gotten um, a lot better in the two days that I've been learning. I think like where I'm, uh, my where I'm hitting the wall actually is like really getting into how to do the single notes, um, and then Sounds yeah, and then how to like yeah, you know, I don't know, uh, it's tricky. But th- these are like times as a performance artist where I'm like, I wonder like if i had more money if i could just hire a harmonica player to come to do the, do the performance for me cuz i mean ideally in my head when i thought of the idea i thought it would be so nice to do this live harmonica rendition of i don't speak french but it's love i and rose the song uh-huh. Uh-huh. um and you know um i would just pay a harmonica player to do it But, I mean, there's also this kind of, like, special part of you learning an instrument and trying to do the performance yourself. Yeah, I would think as a performance artist. Yeah, there's all that. But the thing is, like, I don't know. The ends of the means. like, basically what's going to end up happening is that um, I can only get so good at the harmonica in 10 days. And then I do this performance and it sucks. And it, ruin, yeah. and it ruins people's day. And wow. originally, when I thought of it, it was not supposed to ruin people's day when I thought of it in my head. It was supposed to be do think, really beautiful. Do you think you're going to impact someone's whole day? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm because it's in an art museum. And people are so ready for their day to, to like be impacted when they go to an art museum that you can really... There's very little um, that... They're open. They're raw. I'm also going to be doing free ear pier- piercings that day, and that's awesome. I've never uh, pierced an ear before, and um, or you know, I mean, basically, it's like I have an ear piercing gun. Like you just aim and shoot it, right, and that's it. Can't be that I don't hard. Know. Anyway, so I'm also doing that. There's so going to be a you lot a of random
1: person and ear ring and with an ear
0: gun. Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, they have to volunteer first off. But second off, um, uh, what I mean, it's an ear-piercing pier- gun. Like, it's not rocket science. Like, you, you know, do a little ink thing, then you hold the gun up to the ear, you know, and then you pull the trigger. And then, you know, it does – it pierces the person's ear. It's not like – you know. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? No, I mean, really, it's probably fine. It's probably fine. Probably not going to get anyone an infection or something. Oh, or you're not going to get AIDS. Well, not don't me. Know from it, not yeah, me. not you. <laughs> um. Well, no, I'll pierce my own ear before I do it. Like, I'll, I'll be, I'll test myself. I don't have my ears pierced, so I'll test on myself. And um, you've never had them pierced. Well, I had them pierced when I was, like, 10, and then I got, like, this anxiety about having to wear earrings for the rest of my life, and I took my really? earrings... Yeah. I was, That's like...
1: so funny to me.
0: Why? I don't
1: know. It's just... It's, it's just funny. Like, oh, like, you were, like, every day for the rest of my life, I have to worry about this. Like, it's too much. I have to take yeah. them out. Yep, That's funny.
0: Yeah, I have, uh, issues when it comes to having to do stuff. I don't know so why, do but... I'm not lazy. I mean...
1: I feel like you could just not put in earrings sometimes. That's what I
0: do. I just want to wear earrings for a really long time. And then I'll be like, oh, shit. Well, I thought about, too, though, I thought about, like, thinking about buying earrings. Like, I didn't want to think about make a design choice of earrings for the rest of my life. Like, even if I wasn't going to wear earrings for that day or whatever, every time I'd go into the store and see earrings, it would be like, I would feel like I have to make a decision about buying a pair of earrings and then i was also thought about having a jewelry box that the earrings go into and i was like who wants all of that shit not me wow not me and also i don't wear jewelry either i feel the same way jewelry also i feel the same way it's like too it's stupid it's like frivolous it's like You know, I don't need that in my everyday now. Which is funny because I do cosplay and costumes and stuff like that. But that's like dress up. That's not like um, everyday. It's different. Yeah, it's different. I don't know. Mm, I don't
1: know. Yeah, I like jewelry
0: and all that shit. Um, Yeah, I guess. Yeah, Uh, the other thing. Yeah, so I gotta uh, uh, in between piercing people's ears, like. I mean, are you supposed to clean the gun off, too? These are things. I have to research this stuff.
1: I feel like you maybe are supposed to put it, like, it like in an autoclave, like, a fucking one of those machines for medical instruments.
0: Like, I think it needs to be sterilized. What? I don't yeah. see them do that at P- the Pagoda piercing kiosk Yeah, at the but mall. I don't
1: think that the guns just sit there, either. I think they—I'm sure that they probably have an autoclave, and they probably autoclave, stuff like that. Like, they have to. It's like a medical, I mean, you're piercing through someone's skin, it would be like a tattoo. It's a piercing. It's, I'm sure that it has to be sterilized, like, legally. By
0: well, law. I thought it would be like the um, needle part comes out.
1: Well, that's what I don't know. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know if there's, like, separate pieces that come in and out, or, like, maybe there's ones that you just replace. Like maybe it's a new one every time. I have no idea. I don't have the piercing gun in front of me, you do.
0: Uh, neither do I. I have to order it still. So
1: Oh, I thought you were saying I'm sorry, I thought you had a you said you had the gun and I was just like envisioning yeah. that you just had like a random like piercing gun and you were gonna buy earrings and I'm not uh, no, yeah, I'm I buying. Know how I'm,
0: that I'm buying one on Amazon. It's like thirty five bucks. It comes with ten huh. 10 pairs of gold stud earrings. And... What? Yeah. And I read a bunch of reviews and people used it and said it worked. And, uh... Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like... So, I mean, I feel like the way the gun works is that there's nothing really, um, chemically... Like, nothing really touching blood or body there it's like an air gun or some shit right or it's like a clamp gun that goes really fast i have no idea so really
1: like i don't know
0: the part that's you know like involves blood or anything like that would be the actual earring that's going through your ear and not the gun so Uh i don't know i don't know maybe i should go to like a piercing pagoda tomorrow and and see how and ask them how they do it that's not a bad idea I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do that. Actually, I'm gonna go to the Are, gallery there, on my lunch break. Is there?
1: A, is there seriously a piercing pagoda
0: there? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Shut the fuck up. Somalia. Mall. mall, bitch. Damn.
1: Remember the piercing pagoda and it was in
0: a spring. Well, mall? here's the thing. I don't know if it's piercing pagoda, but I know there's a Claire's there, and I know they do ear piercings there at the Claire's.
1: So, no, there's not a piercing pagoda. You just said piercing pagoda.
0: You tricked me. I mean. It's I think it's like a I mean I'll I'll go and look but I think there is a kiosk for ear piercing at the gallery but I don't think it's a piercing pagoda I think it's like um a creepy place. What the fuck
1: is P- pagoda anyway? Piercing pagoda?
0: What's a pagoda? Uh pagoda is like a Buddhist temple. It's is like it? a towering Buddhist temple. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, it's just like, you know, good old piercing to go to. Western appropriation of Eastern culture in the mall, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's what
1: we'll call where we pierce the little girl's ears with the fucking piercing
0: on. Yeah, it's a, it so adds a, a ritual to it. That's how they get the moms <laughs> all into it. Yeah, right. Oh, it's Buddhist. Um, so let's see. Uh, we're like way off track. Sorry for talking about my art. Um... But you no, know, you're not. Uh, there's only 15 uh, people of you here. And actually, no, I'm really overwhelmed doing these monthly museum performance art pieces. I'm telling you now. I've been doing it since January. And it's starting to, like, get to me because now it's, like, been Five. This is the fifth one. This is the fifth one. It's in New York. I'm going to have to be going to New York for the next few months. So it's really um, a lot of work. It's a lot of travel, Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what it sounds like. It is, it's more money, not that much more, because honestly, like, the bus is only, like, 30 bucks, so it's, like, 30 bucks more money, Um, but uh, I don't know. It's just more, like, pain in the ass. Um, Also, I was, somebody was tweeted that um, someone in Brooklyn had the measles and took the mega bus from Brooklyn, from New York to Philadelphia. And I was like, "Fucking mm-hmm. great, you, you Brooklyn bitches, not vaccinating your babies, and now I'm just trying to like go to New York from Philly, and I'm gonna get the measles now."
1: The, I mean, really, it's 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 really frustrating the whole fucking anti-vaccine thing. Yeah,
0: it really, it's is.
1: infuriating.
0: Yeah, nobody, um, nobody's doing that in Philly, by the way. We vaccinate our fucking babies. There's no yeah, measles we're outbreak fucking here. Fucking hippie
1: bullshit granola motherfuckers that. Yeah. Think that like praying to the la da up above spirit is going to heal our baby and keep them from getting sick. Uh, they don't. Crystals.
0: No, well, they don't think. I don't think it's not a religious thing with these moms because honestly, honestly oh, most likely they're Satanists, but. Um, it's more like they think the government injected, it's more like they watched too many X-Files episodes yeah. and they think the government injected something in the vaccines that, you know, um, makes children autistic or some shit. That's what it is.
1: I know um, because some weird doctor, fake Jenny doctor McCarthy published a paper and then it got redacted. I don't know if that's the right word. Wait, No. Not at all the right word. It got, um, like, <laughs> the paper got canceled. They said that it wasn't true. It got taken out of, like, the medical journal journal or whatever, where mm-hmm. it was published. And um, they, uh, people still believe it. Of course. Like, the base, it was, like, disproven years ago the whole idea of the connection between autism and vaccines, but people still believe it, and they still don't vaccinate their kids because of it, yeah.
0: and now you're going to get measles because of it. It's that, I mean, also it's a it's a tough month to be a woman in Georgia, Ohio, and Alabama because of these abortion laws getting passed.
1: Yeah. It's really disappointing and um really depressing.
0: I'm also kind of like those states have always been red states, so, like, why all of a sudden now, though? That's what I because, don't think.
1: Because now that the Supreme Court, because now the uh, Kavanaugh is in the, in the Supreme Court now that, like, they have enough votes to potentially overturn Roe versus Wade. So what they're doing is they're tying to, what's going to happen is there's going to be, like, a bunch of lawsuits, and then all the lawsuits are going to end up going up to the Supreme Court which is going to then give them, I guess, the ability to potentially
0: overturn Rivera's complaint. So the reason they just passed all this legislation at this point in time is literally because of Brett Kavanaugh being elected to the Supreme Court.
1: Well, no, he was, like, one of the things that was put in place in this whole, um, basically... This has been, like, going on for a while, you know, yeah. obviously, like, this fight or whatever. So Brett Kavanaugh was one of the pieces that was put into place to make sort of a path legally, I guess, for reverse the eventually to eventually be
0: overturned in the Supreme Court. I, like, I don't understand how people who clearly have religious beliefs that has nothing to do with logic or biology or anything like that feel the need to have their government reflect that and put the, push their beliefs onto other people,
1: because they're too it's, fucking stupid to realize that maybe they're not right, and that's why like they believe that way. So they think there's just one right answer, and that their answer is the right answer. So they like, can't every let anybody else like live and let live. And also, um, I think stupid. that a lot of the pro life argument is politicians taking advantage of these of actual religious people who really do believe that um, killing a fetus is killing a human being. I think that they get taken advantage of by some of these politicians um, and I think that also it ha- well, number one, it has to do with controlling women it has to do with making women make babies so that we can have more like poor people so that we can have soldiers and workers and um, but ultimately, it is going to be a way to control women, and it's being, it's not just like, oh, like, we think abortion is wrong. It's, if you have an abortion, you get life in jail. At any time you have an abortion, whatever reason you have an abortion, you're getting fucking life in jail. So that means, like, if, if someone has a miscarriage, like, they can get investigated for that, and if it's ruled that they caused the miscarriage on purpose, they can get sent to jail. How the fuck would you ever prove that? You can't. Wow! So if, this is like making this is giving excuses to be able to imprison women.
0: Damn.
1: I mean, this is really not. It's not like oh, like it's not my state, or it's not like this. I, I'm really, really like the past couple of days. Like, I'm I'm terrified. Actually, I'm really scared, and I think like also that um, it's like now or never. Like, we have to do something about this because
0: we're gonna lose all of our women are going to lose all their rights and this is just the beginning of that this is like the perfect time for the handmaid's tale to come back on air so I can so I can process all this yeah right dystopia (laughs) how
1: we have to do it
0: through TV this dystopia fucking bullshit um wow and I mean and even it's just like wow I, and that's only like part of people having, you know, rights over their own bodies when it comes to our healthcare as well. Uh That's like being able to have an abortion is like, I feel like the basics. And then there is like so much more that needs to happen in our healthcare system on top of that. So it's like, this stuff, what's really frustrating about reading and hearing about all of this is that it's, like, taking a hundred steps back. Okay. It's, like, I mean, it's, like, going back to, like, 1960s or 70s whenever Roe Versus Wade was passed. It's, like, going back decades. Of,
1: exactly
0: like that. Like, and what does that mean? Like, that is so fucking idiotic. Like, it's just... Wow,
1: I mean, we're a lot. I guess, like a lot of places in the world, we're going backwards. We're like moving backwards. We're moving backwards, 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 like in every way. Yeah, <laughs> you know, with our civil rights, as far as race is concerned, as far as just even transparency and and just like the quality of leadership. You know, and and just the possibility of, uh, potentially, like, it's, I mean, the direction that America, that the leadership America, of America is, like, trying to go is, like, fascism. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, that's what it is. And a lot of other countries have become fascist countries, and it, but then it's, like, moving backwards. We're moving away from what made America great. <laughs>
0: um make america great again again slogan um so all right let's get into our topic uh okay since we uh it's like we can't control anything it feels like so it'd be really nice to get to know um our personalities um better so Maureen, you are the main reason we're having a Myers briggs episode because. Oh, wait. We didn't do a racist confession. Okay, let's just skip it. The, just the trauma. We yeah, all have a racist confession. The trauma right now. of this week is just like. I mean, I've been making a lot I'm, of white feminist jokes um, in, since Danny went crazy on Game of Thrones, calling her yeah. a white feminist. So I guess I should apologize to white women for. Mm calling them all tyrannical, um, mad queens. Okay. Sure. Uh, Sure.
1: apology accepted?
0: Okay, great. Um, (laughs) and anyway, yeah, so, uh, tell us about Myers-Briggs.
1: Well, first of all, I'm sorry, I'm just, yeah, I'm too overwhelmed with my own victimization this week to worry about how I may have wronged other, um, other groups of people.
0: So, that's, Yeah. Anyway. That's a good um, apology, yeah. Confession, whatever.
1: So, what was the question?
0: Myers Briggs.
1: Myers Briggs.
0: So, what about it. Well, I had the Wikipedia page. to have here. Um, yeah. Do you have a good like explanation? I, I kind
1: of gave one, but
0: I don't have. Well, any it was a it's details. a a mom daughter team. Catherine Cook Briggs and her daughter Isabel Briggs Myers. Um, It's based on a conceptual theory proposed by Carl Jung, who speculated that humans experience the world using four principal psychological functions, which are sensation, intuition, feeling, and thinking, and that one of these four functions is dominant for a person most of the time. So, um, the the Myers Briggs uh, test was constructed for normal populations and emphasizes the value of naturally occurring differences. The underlying assumption of the MB, the Myers Briggs, is that it we all have specific preferences in the way we construe our experiences, and these preferences underlie our interest, needs, values, and motivation. Um, so these are the personality types. Um, <clears throat> although popular in the business sector, which is funny that you were saying that in college they had you guys take these tests because this was first openly used within a business. Mm-hmm. Um, exhibits significant scientific deficiencies, notably including poor validity, um, not measuring what it purports to measure, not having predictive Power or not having items that can be generalized, poor reliability, giving different results for the same person on different occasions. This is like them talking about the test. Measuring categories that are not independent and not being comprehensive. The four scales used in the Myers-Briggs, they're calling it type indicator, yeah, have some correlation with four of the big five personality traits, which are more commonly accepted framework. So the big five personality traits, this is like getting really deep into um, this shit that we don't need to get into.
1: Right, that's, yeah, that's yeah. why it's like, I was like, oh, it's a lot of information. Yeah,
0: yeah it is. Um, well, maybe
1: we should just focus on what ours are, or, yeah. So 16 types I mentioned earlier, there are 16 combinations of these factors uh-huh. that you explained, which were what thinking, feeling, sensing, and intuition. So in each type, they're all like arranged a little bit differently. And you use, um, so like, for example, my type sensing is like the last, it's the lowest thing that I use it's the lowest tool that like my brain uses to basically make sense of the world um so there are certain tasks that for me are more difficult like for example someone who has a type with like with like a high sensing ability high in what they call the functional stack so someone who is like really good at sensing you could say um would be like really good at organizing things and probably, like, math and, uh, like, spatial abilities, like, that kind of thing, whereas for me, I'm really, really, like, really deficient in those areas and, like, I have to work – it actually, like, takes a lot of work for me to, like, make a Mm list or sit down and organize things. Like, that takes, like, a lot of mental energy for me, whereas, like, for me to think about, like, abstract concepts is – Really easy for me because, like, I tend to experience the world mostly through my intuition. Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. Cool.
1: And you said that you are an INFP? Yeah. And I'm an ENFP. So basically, we have a similar functional stack, but I am like the extroverted version and you would be, like, more of, like, on the introverted end of things. Um, and that is grossly oversimplifying it. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, each of the 16 types in has sort of its own level of being introverted or extroverted. Um, so why don't – tell me about your experience of taking the test and what
0: you learned. Um, well, I – uh, oh, that's funny. So it says I'm an idealist, which I don't. Well, yeah, you're an artist. It's just what yeah, your personality true. type is called. Um. Well, I what I found that I really that um really spoke to me was um about being my my introversion. I'm not like I am introverted and. It's like a great way to explain this because people are always like, but you do performance art or you do talks or you're doing this podcast. That's like an extroverted um, sort of um, thing, right? But I do like feel like I'm introverted. And so what really spoke to me in the way that this personality type is introverted is in the way that... Like, I gain energy and I need to have solitary time in order to, like, function in an extroverted way. Like, it's not that I can't be, you know, at a party talking to people and getting to know people. And I can't, like, do these things. But that those type of things are actually extremely draining onto me. Yeah. And it's not something I seek like necessarily seek out and and I need like um a quiet and alone time like a lot more than other people do, like someone yeah, who, and who is extroverted. Yeah, I
1: love it that because like that's like such a valuable thing. I think that is like learning to like think about introversion and extroversion that way because for me like I have struggled with like horrible social anxiety so I always thought that like I was an introvert but then. Um, I actually get energy when I'm around people. It's just, like, my specific type, like, they're known as the introverted extrovert. Like, they're the most introverted
0: extrovert. Like,
1: mm-hmm. I need time to refuel. But if I spend too much time alone, I suffer.
0: Yeah, and that would be the other thing is, like, um, like spending time alone is, like, where I come up with a lot of my creative ideas and endeavors. Like, it's, like, such an important like, and I, and I can be by myself for long periods of time. And I'm never, like, it doesn't make me depressed or anything like that. It's, like, I'm always entertained and, like, you know, happy. Right. Yeah. I you mean, have
1: a rich inner world, yeah.
0: There was, like, this time I went camping by myself and, like, um, it was, like, the most alone that I'd ever been. And I always actually go back and, like like, think about that in a way where I was, like um like the most happy
1: (laughs) like Thoreau right yeah like he wrote that book about being out in the wilderness
0: yeah
1: and being alone and the value in that
0: yeah I mean I didn't read it but okay
1: Walden Walden
0: okay yeah I didn't read it so that's oh
1: I thought we read it I thought we read it in high school
0: you were in AP Um, I always probably had to read, like, Romeo and Juliet or some shit like that while you were reading Thoreau.
1: we read Romeo and Juliet in my class. I feel like we had the same
0: material, or similar material. Some of it was different, but I knew that a lot of it was the same. We, also, though, I did reading on my own a lot, like, you know, and, um, but I didn't, I've never read Thoreau. Uh, am actually, well,
1: I think that's the other thing, too. I think I just assumed that you would have, because you are very well-read, especially when it comes to, like, philosophy and English and stuff. So, I don't know. I mean, I don't think I've ever read Walden, but I, I remember learning about Walden, and it's all about – it's really beautiful, and it's all about solitude and, and, and being in the – I think he went out for, like, a, a month and lived by himself in the wilderness and wrote this book.
0: I mean, I've read. Well,
1: I'm, I'm probably like saying I'm probably mixing up the author or something. And I'm no, gonna, no, I'm you. I'm it. looking
0: it up. You, you got it right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I should actually, I should read it.
1: Yeah, I think you would love it. Actually, yeah. from what you're telling me,
0: I think it would resonate. with Um, you. like I, I like Annie Dillard, um, who writes, who like writes about being in solitary and and living in the woods and it's and stuff like that. Um, but. Yeah, I never, I never read Thoreau. Um, um,
1: oh, and I wanted to mention this, and I could also be wrong about this, yeah. but I think that I read that Kurt Cobain is an INFP, and the reason I, I mean, thought of that uh, was because you said the idealist thing.
0: Yeah, um, let's see.
1: Yeah, look it up, because I, I feel like he might have been.
0: I... It's it, Kurt Cobain. Was he an INFP or an INFJ? Is that what it says? Um, it looks like he's an INFJ. Oh, okay. Well, um, but wait, it's considering it's hard considering the drugs and health problems since they would have had a strong impact on personality. I guess right. he would be. Well, what's the difference between a TP and an FP? INFP.
1: Well, F is feeling, and T is thinking so it's like are you more driven by your rational brain or more driven by your emotions so a feeling type would be like just more in touch with their emotions like for that's the other thing for a long time I was like I would always take these tests and get INTP because I thought I was an introvert and I thought that I was not an emotional person but really I was like suppressing my emotions so fucking hard that Mm. I was answering these questions like in a way that wasn't really honest at that time in my life. It's, like, weird.
0: So, and J is what, then?
1: Judging versus perceiving. So, a judging-type personality, and I think that the J does have to do with your sensing function. Mm -hmm. So, judge, like, for me, like, I'm a P. You're a P, right? Mm -hmm. So, that's perceiving. So, like, both of us are, like, more... um, Instead of being, like... A judging person would be, like, super detail-oriented and very into what can I physically see and touch and prove, like a mm-hmm. scientist. Mm-hmm. Like a very, someone who's really into the hard sciences, where uh, P is, like, more of, like, an artist and experiences the world in more of a, in, in through their perception.
0: Mm. Um. So I would feel like, I feel like Kirk Cobain would be P then. INFP.
1: Well that's why I was like a little bit like I don't know though because the thing is like this is another reason it's so complex because like you can take each of those four things and talk about them each individually but then when the four things are together what they make as a personality like with that specific functional stack because the order is also important like it makes its own thing. Like the whole is greater than the sum of its parts.
0: Uh, but yeah. I would
1: think, yeah, I would think, I mean, INFP would make sense, and I think that's, like, that. That I'm not surprised that you're an INFP, because I associate that, and I think I associate him with it, So I think it's, like, associated with, like, you, you said it's called idealist, but it's, like, the artists, the dreamers, the people who have, like, who are, like, very creative and really...
0: Well, I or was to be also. An early drummer.
1: You are called to do your own thing, and you're sometimes tortured by that. I kind of feel like quirk-cooping in one, too.
0: What? Tortured to.
1: Like, so called, so hard to do what you believe is right and to do your own thing and to express things in your own way. Yeah. But it it's also it makes you isolated at times. Yeah. And frustrated at times because you can't fully maybe express your what you want to express. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you can't find like the right
0: you know the right exact right way to do it you know um well uh also i was i i actually did i do politically consider myself an idealist yeah. like um without a doubt like i was registered green party for like a decade in a yeah. in a state that has closed primaries which was stupid yeah I mean, yeah, is well, stupid. so
1: I mean, I was registered as I, I'm embarrassed to say, a Libertarian. A libertarian.
0: Oh my God, Atlas Drug, bitch. Um, so wait, let's.
1: Doesn't I, I, It's stupid because I live in Pennsylvania. Anyway. Yeah. No. So I it re-registered is. Re-registered as a Democrat so I could vote in the primaries because I never voted in the primaries before this time. Cause yeah. Same. I thought that everything was going to be fine.
0: Yeah. Well, um, I also. I was registered Democrat, um, but then, like, I was just, like, so sick of the Democratic Party, and, like, I was like, this doesn't represent my ideas in any way. And then I was independent, but then I felt like, you know, I really... The Green Party was talking about, you know, um, universal health care, like, and climate change, like, way before everyone Uh else, and, and being like, this is a priority of the party, and also, like, I'm, like, a huge Ralph Nader fan, so... I was like, I should just be in this party and maybe if more people join the Green Party, people will be like, oh, maybe the Democratic Party will start to listen to what they're campaigning at because they're seeing that voters are turning to this party. Like, that's like the only thing I can think of. Well, here I am being an idealist. Like, like 3% of the voting population is going to have a, the Democratic Party change their ways and stop being fucking centrist pieces of shit. But um. Anyway, let's, let's get into your personality. So.
1: We talk about mine plenty of
0: times. On the podcast, um, yes. But, um, not like we, like you mention it all the time, but like we haven't, like, what, like, what celebrities do you think have your personality type? Okay, <laughs> hey, hold on.
1: For it's like harder for me to remember and think about
0: the one that applies to me. Like. So wait, like you're ENFP?
1: E-N-F-P. Hold on, I'm going to look up because you, yours was the idealist. I forget which one mine am
0: I'm, I'm INFP.
1: Right, but yours was the idealist, INFP. Yeah. My, I don't remember what they call mine.
0: Well, it uh, says oh, here the champion, which is funny.
1: Oh, the champion, okay. Well, that's why, because remember you were like, oh, you're a social justice warrior? Like, the champion as in champion of a cause, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. I think that's what is meant by that. But then I'm um, actually, I'm um, like, I just Googled it. And then there's like ENFPA and enFPT
0: I like, saw that too. These, like, yeah. There's all these
1: other like breakdowns. And then there's like another type, an enagram And it has to do with numbers that people tend to talk about when they talk about INFP. Um,
0: I bet I Billy, know, or I when, bet. When
1: talk about people talk about MBTI, excuse me, Myers-Briggs. not. not.
0: I bet Billy Bob Thornton is an ENFP. Interesting. Let me see. Celebrities. Why do you say that, Beth? Um, because he seems to be like things outside of his own box kind of guy. Um he's grossly um exhibitionist type of person. Um and he seems rebellious in that sort of way. Um
1: I think it's interesting that you said that because. Maybe weirdly, like, why would I pick him of many, many actors and actresses in the world? But, like, I really like him, and I kind of identify with him. Like, I'm just like Billy Bob. Like, i just
0: wait. Out of here. Uh, wait, is, I'd say, wait, typing him as E-N-T-P. Ah, uh, so he would be more of
1: the, the less driven by emotions.
0: Oh, uh, really? Uh, I guess so. All right, let's see. Let's see other celebrities. E- Jennifer
1: okay.
0: Aniston. Ew, that sucks. I
1: know, I hate her too. I don't know, I just don't like her. Ew, you have Knightley. Regis really
0: Philbin, like Robin Ooh, Williams.
1: Bullock. I fucking hate Sandra Bullock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> your celebrities suck. <laughs>
1: Sandra <laughs> Mel Michelle Geller, she's like...
0: Ew, um, you have the worst fucking people. You need to retake your test. Touch- show me some- Gwen Stefani,
1: it's just every 90s woman. Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. is often listed as an ENFP because he is spontaneous. Oh, wait, I have to start reading the description. Um, independent, charming, and motivating are three words that describe Gwen Stefani and most ENFPs.
0: Do you, I have a Shakespeare was an INFP.
1: Interesting. Why did they say that?
0: Uh, cause he took the test back in um sixteen fifty four. Um, let's see. I don't like any of the other ones. Robin writers. Williams. Oh, Van Gogh and Andy Warhol. What the INFPS? NFPs? INFPS. Or, oh, INFPS. Sorry. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm that, that's that. what I'm trying. I think
1: it's like me. It's like a big artist one. INFPS. Um, I have a lot of actors. uh,
0: Bob Marley. Which
1: one is yours or mine?
0: I'm looking at mine. Chris Martin. Okay. Gross. Tom York. You'd like that. Tom York's an INFP.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Ew, Derek Jeter. Fuck that dude. I wouldn't. I wouldn't fuck that dude. Chloe Sevigny. She's cool. I oh, like Daenerys Targaryen is an INFp.
1: Oh, and he, well, There hey, you go. <laughs> Being a huge bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't be such a sexist, Marine. <laughs> um, wait—is wait—is the actress's name Emily Blunt who plays her? I don't know. No, I don't
1: think so. I don't know what her name is.
0: Um, oh, Cosette from Les Mis is another INFP fictional character. Luke Skywalker is an INFP. Jane Eyre. Um, Romeo and Juliet, both of them are INFPs. Interesting. Um, let's see. All of these other people I don't want to mention. Frogo Baggins from Lord of the Rings. Hmm. Scout Finch from *Kill a, no- uh, a Mockingbird*. That's cool. Scout was cool. Um, Scout was the tomboy girl. Scout was Lee Harper when she was little. Anyway, um, let's let's. Sorry, I was concentrating on mine. Was that very um, ENFP, INFP of me? You're ENFP.
1: Yeah, I'm ENFP. You're, I, well, this says Balky from Perfect Strangers was mine
0: ENFP. Well, that's a good one. Keanu Reeves. There you go. Yeah, right? No, that's not Balky. Um, yeah, you got Keanu Reeves. There you go. Oh,
1: are you looking at a list? I thought you were saying Keanu Reeves played Balky. I was
0: like, no. <laughs> of course I know Keanu Reeves didn't play Balky. Come on.
1: I Hey, I was surprised, but I, you know...
0: Wasn't but it was some your
1: surprise you,
0: Russian after actor? 30,
1: Twenty years.
0: Um, Sarah Michelle Geller is an ENFP.
1: I know. I already said her, uh, and you're like, not, Ew.
0: "I'm not listening to you." Cast um, Adam, Joan Jett.
1: Will from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, the Fresh Prince.
0: Those Joan are Jett's your, boy, your fictional characters. characters. Oh, I love. Oh, you have or Dolly. That's it for the artists. Worth, yeah ew. i mean it makes sense ew tom brady you have tom brady as an enfk that, that sucks that's from
1: the little mermaid andy Kaufman. i have
0: he Been kisses bad. his son passionately on the Bin dad <laughs> um hmm
1: you?
0: I don't like any. I don't really like any of your fictional characters.
1: We've just still been. Well, we're on to the real ones. Oh, now, you got so Harley. You
0: got Harley Quinn from DC Comics. Oh wow, that's cool. She's that's cool. Like a what? Yeah. Um,
1: it's like I won. You're like you got Harley Quinn. Well, wow, this just turned into the most boring podcast ever. Now we're just saying
0: list of names. Harley Quinn's cool. Oh my god.
1: Wait, this is that Kurt Vonnegut was an ENFP, and Aldous Huxley.
0: I uh, never read any um, uh, Huxley, Aldous Huxley books. Wait,
1: Aldous Huxley is...
0: A writer. Hold on, but it's... Which one was the one you you have to read? And I haven't read it.
1: Oh, Aldous Huxley grown a, a brave new world.
0: Oh, that's right. You know what? I actually have that in one of my audiobooks. I'm supposed to read it, but I haven't started it.
1: So, this is why I know him and why he captivated my interest. He was like really into LSD and, and meditation and all that stuff in the 60s. Oh, I guess it wasn't in the 60s. Well, when he died, but this was in 1963, mm-hmm. um, he had his wife inject him with LSD at, on his deathbed because he believed it, I guess, like connected him to whatever, his higher spirituality or whatever. Um, and then his wife wrote a book about it. I've never read it, but I always thought it was interesting because um, I'm a big, I think, I and I've read, it, it seems to me that we could be doing a lot more with some of these hallucinogenic medications for people that are
0: um All of the comedians that are ENFPs that are suck. Huh? All of the comedians that are ENFPs are horrible. Oh wait, never more mind. Yeah, Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman. He's good. Everyone else sucks. I didn't see my comedians.
1: You probably don't have any.
0: Do you think Bill Hicks is an INFP?
1: I don't know. Let's see what he is. Bill Hicks, he could be. I feel like he's probably something I. Bill Hicks, uh, Myers. Right. E N T P. Hmm. Oh yeah, and it it says George Carlin was in the, was my, and my type. I like George Carlin. I love him actually.
0: I don't see my comedians. I don't have any. I guess you can't be funny if you're an INFP. Makes sense.
1: INFP Comedians.
0: Wow.
1: Lisa Kudrow.
0: No. Ugh, she's not funny.
1: Mr. Rogers? Audrey Hepburn?
0: I'm okay with uh, Mr. Rogers. John Lennon was an INFP. Mm. Hmm. Ew, Louis C.K. This is the only comedian I have so far? Is this fucking Jack Off? Oh my god. Oh, this is saying Kurt Cobain was an INFP.
1: Yeah, I knew it. Um, I fucking knew
0: it. Keith Ledger.
1: Yeah, you're like those brooding, dark, introverted types that are artists. It's just like seriously it's
0: Tortured artists. That's the INFP. That's what it should be. Yeah. Not idealist. It should be tortured it's artists. It's
1: almost insulting that you guys are so much the same. Um,
0: what what's insult what's insulting?
1: Just the fact that, like, all of you rooting artists are all the same. Uh, I feel almost racist for saying
0: that. You're, roll, you're racist types. against personality types. Something like
1: that. I'm personality
0: yes. That's a great question, actually. Can you be, um, can you turn the Myers-Briggs into, like, uh, you know a Way to be racist, or and then how how, what's it even called to be
1: typist? I don't know, a typist, personality. Personality
0: I'm a personalityist, and um, ENTPs are like, oh no, ENTJs, like, just need to get the fuck out of my face.
1: I mean, if you were if you like thought that all
0: ENTJs. I well I mean if you're
1: or for any ENTJs at Wawa I would say that you are personality
0: is. if your Myers-Briggs even ends in a J like don't even talk to me like I get mean, the I, fuck out of my face
1: I think that you're a bad person
0: if you're if your Myers-Briggs ends in a J yeah
1: yeah that's true I'm safe so I don't care yeah. If you, yeah, I don't care if you have a problem
0: with those people. Yeah, no. Um you know, uh so but I guess I'm uh the so the the two middle words um the the two middle letters, the NJ, the Ts. What I mean God, you could like shit. This shit's insane. It
1: is. I know. That's what I'm saying. So I what I would recommend to anybody listening or uh-huh. best to you mm-hmm. is now if you haven't taken one of these tests, go ahead and take it. It's really fun. And there's free ones that are really short mm-hmm. that may not be totally accurate, but then you can read the personality type that it takes you to and you can be like, yes or no. And then what I would do is um, there's like tons of videos on YouTube. There's like entire YouTube. Ch- like there's people like, there's like a girl that has an ENFP video blog on YouTube and there's also a guy and then there's another guy and there's another guy like Mm -hmm. there's tons of this shit there's a there's like there's threads on Reddit for each of the personality types um there's tons of chat rooms so I think like once you start to learn about your specific one and I think then from there you can kind of learn about the components of it and then you can learn about the whole thing as a whole at least that's how it works best for me to learn I guess it's probably my own learning type anyway um, but that's how I found it easier to, to kind of get a handle on. Yeah, again. like,
0: I I was, like, I took the test, and it only took, like, 12 minutes. It was I took it this morning. It was really easy. Yeah, I also recommend that you take it at, like, a predictable time of day. Like, I feel like the morning for me is, like, you know, uh, emotionally nothing's really getting to me yet. I'm just having some coffee, and um, it's, like, pretty uh much into the rhythm and habits of day to day so it's not like there's no distractions so i would recommend picking a time of day like that for you to take the test and that's a good idea. that's a good suggestion yeah no because like you know there's like you got a whole bunch of shit in your head when you get home from work you get like you get before bed you're like tired and cranky or some shit like this i really for me yeah. i just felt like it was good to do it then but then I was expecting to, like, be, like, then read the results and be, like, oh, you know, that doesn't really sound like me. I should take it again or something like that. Because you told me you took yours, like, a, yeah. a few different times because you got different results. Yeah. Um, now, was it because you read the personality type and you were, like, I don't know. That doesn't really sound like me? Um. Well, no. I,
1: I Honestly, like, I think... Like I said earlier, when I was like in my 20s and I would take these tests, mm-hmm. I insisted that I was like not a really emotional person, but really I was in denial that my emotions were running my life. So I think it had more to do with the fact of like the way that I was answering the questions, but also...
0: That's the I Capricorn in you. With, you, The yeah. Cap- Capricorns think that they're not emotional when they actually yeah, really okay. are. They ignore yeah. it. Um.
1: But then uh, also being that I'm an ENFP, naturally, I, I'm i an extrovert who leans toward being introverted. So I had a really, really difficult time determining whether I was an ENFP or an INFP. Because mm-hmm. I would always get either the E or the I. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was like really confusing for a long time. So I don't know, maybe it was just hard for me. Maybe it's just because like I had reasons to think that I might be in the other type. Yeah um but uh you know for you I think like it's clear like that you are an introvert like
0: because
1: you you thrive in time alone to be creative Mm -hmm. yeah like for me like I really need a lot going on
0: well the other thing I
1: need my creative quiet time but I need a lot going on too otherwise I'll start to fucking go my shit because I, I think way
0: too much. And it was even so accurate to, like, being, like, INFPs or people who don't have a lot of friends. You have, like... But you have close... You're very close, like, to a few... A, a small group of people. And that's, like, all... That's what you need. And, and you can't really focus your energy beyond that. Like... And right. I was just, like, wow, that's so accurate. Because sometimes I feel like bad about the amount of friends I have like I'm always like should I be trying to get more friends (laughs) like but like I feel really good about the relationships with the people that I do have and you know um I really shouldn't have anxiety about like making more friends I don't know but um that's
1: great no I I think reading these things can be very freeing
0: yeah Yes, exactly. That's what I felt. Cause there was, you know, cause it, when I would say what's great about the Myers-Briggs personality types is it just like lets you be okay with certain parts of your personality. Cause you're like, yeah, I mean, yep. yeah, you are this way. It's okay. Like, um, that you, that this is the way that you're going, you experience life and, and make relationships with people and, and yourself. So That's what I liked about it. Um.
1: Great. And you can connect with people who have like other, like the weird shit quirks that like you have. Like for me, like I really, there's just like certain quirky things that I do and like things about the way that I think that I didn't think anybody else did. And it turns out like this whole group of people, like there, it's just has to do with the way that I experience and process the world. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's an information processing thing.
0: Yeah yeah um anything else to add about myers-briggs it's past your bedtime like you gotta get to bed right? i know it's getting it's getting there i'm ready for bed i was re- that's what that's the other
1: thing. when you texted me i was like sitting there i was like all right i'm gonna do this and i'm getting in bed
0: <laughs> yeah uh. i just i felt i was also in a bad mood because i was practicing the harmonica for like an hour and like i still suck and i was in a really bad mood about it oh um,
1: yeah you feel better now
0: well, no, I'm going to have to go back. I don't know. I'm going to practice maybe another half an hour more and see if I get any better. And then I have to ink um, this comic. And then.
1: Yeah, I'm just going to sleep. a
0: Good for you. Actually, I'm going to put this podcast up. Word. Uh, yeah, I could so... have...
1: talk all day about this shit. But yeah. I would encourage people to go and explore their own thing. Because my personality is just never going to be as interesting to you as yours.
0: I love Kurt Cobain and I was happy to learn that him and I are personality types together.
1: I knew that would make you happy. I'm glad I was right about that because yeah. I I thought that you would like that.
0: Mm-hmm. I still can't believe I... he would date what's her face? Courtney Love. What? I still can't oh, believe he would be yeah. with Courtney Love though. That I think I don't sense. know. Maybe she, he liked that she was
1: overbearing and, and and made a lot of decisions for him, and I don't
0: know. That would drive me nuts. That's
1: true. Yeah, but he was also a heroin addict.
0: Yeah, actually, they were saying that, like, drugs, actually, if you're a drug addict or something like that, this, uh, it's not good to take these tests.
1: Well, that's, I mean, that's the other thing, that I was in addiction, like, I was in active addiction
0: Mm -hmm. when I was at
1: INTP, INTP, INTP.
0: Mm. Interesting.
1: Because I was not, like, Really in touch with my emotions at all when I'm a personality who really needs to
0: be. Okay, well, I'm going to go upload this. All right. And um, I'm going to retake the Myers Briggs test every every decade to see if it changes. I think that's a good idea. Okay. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. See you later. Bye. I'll buy 15 people. See ya. Bye. Podcast! Do do loo! Podcast. Two hoes! Two hoes! Warhouse on the Hill! from Dunkin'! Warhouse on the Hill! Who, who. Oh yeah! It's
1: a whorehouse on the Hill! Two
0: house on the hill. Two hoes! Don't
1: roll you your skirt too short! Everybody's gonna wanna be up in that shorts!